Hey everyone, and welcome to the 38th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I am your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Lauren. Hey guys. Chiro. Hello. And Jackie. Hi. How's everybody doing? Still asleep. Still asleep. I'm stuffy. Lauren's stuffy. Daryl made me sick. Oh, uh, poor. And Daryl is sick. Yes. Yeah, and and Jackie, how are, how are you? Uh, slightly zombified. Zombified. But doing oh, okay. No. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Did you only get half bitten or something? <laughs> it, it's it's the Jackie apocalypse. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. The walking well, Jackie. Like well, the girl in uh, 28 Weeks Later who, like, she got bit by a zombie, but because she had this weird thing with her eyes... She was immune to the virus, but everybody who touched her, they turned into zombies. I'm Whoa. getting better. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel happy. <laughs> All right. So for you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. Uh, we run on a four-week rotation with a new show every other Tuesday with Final Fantasy Union. And we come out on the iTunes store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and, Churro? KH2.co.uk. Alright guys, well, we have quite the show today. It is a three-segment show. We're going to have news first, burning questions second, and finally, the questions segment. Uh, and as with the last few shows, we do still have the same announcement that everybody who gets their questions answered in the question segment will be getting stickers. Yay! <clears throat> Although someone asked me, I forget who it was, I'm sorry, on Twitter, if they, um, <laughs> if they ask a question, could they not get the stickers or... Is there any way that they could <laughs> not get the stickers? And, um, yes, Is there if you do not, to if be you do not want the stickers, just totally specify it in your question. Just say, I, I'm asking a question, but I don't want the stickers. And then if we choose your question, then you won't get the stickers. But, well, yeah, somebody yeah, asked me that, so... totally optional. You don't have to get it. It's just well, a nice I, little I, thing. I We're not forcing stickers down your throat. <laughs> I would take still pose that if if they do win the stickers, they should if they're not going to take it, at least at least uh you know donate them to somebody or s- give someone out that you want the sticker sent to or something. Yeah, sure. So somebody gets the stickers because if not, Churro's just going to be in sticker heaven. He's stick <laughs> it on I'm himself. still in. It's been like six months now. <laughs> yeah. It's like when I see him, I'm at. E3, if I go, he'll just be covered in stickers. <laughs> I'll be giving them out You're going to see E3. him on... Uh, oh, oh, I'll be at the street corner orders. and be like, Kingdom Hearts stickers? Kingdom Hearts stickers? Anybody Kingdom want them? Goodness. Burning well, question on the street. <laughs> yeah. <pretty laughs> yeah. Well, let's get this first segment started. The news segment. Oh, man. And we have quite a bit of news this time. Uh, If you thought last show was packed with news, uh, this show is surprisingly or unsurprisingly just as packed. Since the last podcast, Square has been on this Kingdom Hearts 3D marketing rampage. Uh, There's been Kingdom Hearts 3D coverage in Famitsu, uh, V-Jump, on the Nintendo eShop, and in Nintendo Power. And if that wasn't enough... 
there was another giant trailer, and this one was 9 minutes and 47 seconds long, and it was released on Valentine's Day. So, <laughs> I mean, practically a 10-minute trailer after we yeah. got that 8-and-a-half-minute trailer from <laughs> from uh, Jump Festa. And then on top of that, uh, in a couple of days, uh, Square's holding the Kingdom Hearts 3D premiere party, uh, where fans can come and check out the game, and it's free to the public. So this is... There's a lot of crazy stuff out there. Um, we don't mm-hmm. have enough time in the show to cover all of the news, because uh, I would seriously take, like, three shows. Um, <laughs> but uh, if you do want to check out everything, uh, if you just go to Kingdom Hearts Union or kh2.co.uk, uh, you'll see pretty much all of it there. Uh, and I highly, highly recommend, uh, if you see any of the news, uh, please check out uh, the Kingdom Hearts 3D special trailer. Uh, you can find that on YouTube if you just Google, or if you just go on YouTube and search Kingdom Hearts 3D <laughs> special trailer. It is 10 minutes long. Um, the only reason you shouldn't watch it is if you don't want spoilers, because it's it kind of yeah, has a lot of stuff in it. Yeah, it's pretty spoilerific. Pretty spoilerific, especially towards the end. It's like, what? <laughs> What is that with Square Enix lately? They just, like, decide, oh, we'll just jam-pack everything, everything into the trailer. There you go. There you go. Okay. And and we'll blow fans' minds at the same time. The thing about Square Enix's marketing team, and I've I've sort of learned to see this from them or to expect it from them, is they don't say anything about their game. They they announce it, and then they say nothing. And then... (laughs) They'll announce the release date. And then starting from that, there's, like, an exponential growth of news coverage until they, like, completely spoil their game, like, a month before the game comes out, and then it's out, and then it's not as impactful. And then it's dead. In effect. They did it with uh, Type-0. They did it with Final Fantasy thirteen two. They did it... I remember they did it with Advent Children. There was, like, a seven-minute trailer that spoiled pretty much the whole movie. So... <laughs> Just showed you all the good yeah. fighting parts. Basically. Basically. I, I know that's the good stuff. I started doing that ever since they became Square Enix. I feel like with Final Fantasy yeah. uh, ten two, I don't remember seeing as much. Um, in Final Fantasy ten. I don't remember seeing as much. But, yeah. like... Kingdom Hearts, I remember seeing a ton of information yeah. before that game even came out. For sure. What do you guys think about their marketing strategy? Mm-hmm. Do you do you like it? Do you hate it? Do you wish it was a little bit more even? Um, I mean... I think it... Oh, go ahead. <clears throat> no, go ahead. Um, I think, like, from the perspective of, like, us being... <sighs> Here's the thing. It's good and it's not good. It's mm-hmm. good because, like, fans see the trailer and they're just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I love this, oh my gosh, this game is going to be so awesome. But the Guilty. thing is, is that once you get the game and then you realize, wow, I just saw all of this in the trailer. Yeah. Um, like, really? Oh, okay. Um, I'm just seeing this again, but just in full. Like, this is, mm-hmm. you know, it's still good, but it's just kind of like, you know, don't throw all your... Don't throw all your goodies, you know. Exactly. Don't do one it's back. Like, Don't like. It's show like that all one. It. It's like seeing a comedy movie, the trailer for a comedy movie, and all the punchlines are in the trailer, and then you go watch the movie, and it's like, oh, it's like a longer version of the trailer, except not as snappy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, what I exactly. don't want is for the trailer to be better than the game. 
Yeah. That's true as well. In my opinion, and this has, has always been something that I've always wished Square Enix would do, is that in a trailer, you never show anything past, like, the halfway point of the game. Anything before mm. is perfect, fair game. Everybody's going to see that anyway, but... After the halfway point, that's when you start getting plot twists. And I don't want to see plot twists in a trailer. There's no point for a plot twist to be in a trailer. Well, we'll we'll take a look at Birth by Sleep during that trailer. They had, Mm -hmm. like, the secret ending and the ending in the trailer. Yeah, they had clips (laughs) from the ending in the trailer. That makes no sense. I think what they should do is they really should take take notes from themselves. Like, they're, um, they're... secret endings are actually really good for trailers Mm. like um another side another story if that was like a trailer that just came out for the game i'd be like so stoked for it because i'd just be like oh my gosh this is going to be epic exactly and then like also uh birth the birth by sleep one as well the Mm -hmm. um secret ending after kingdom hearts 2 like that was so Mm. cool and um i think if they do it that way it would be a lot better to be honest just like to tease people rather than just show them everything. Exactly. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a good marketing ploy that they're, you know, trying to hype this, you know, turn it heads definitely on helps, it, but at the same it, time... It helps sales. It just help, doesn't help. help the experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, it's good that they're trying to, you know, get people to, you know, look at this and say, wow, what's going on here? And But then the, the actual, you know, fans, fans who follow this game are looking at it and going... Why are you showing too much? You know, they're trying to... Yeah. I think they're just trying to get the people who are not as heavy fans to look at it and say, oh, this looks interesting. But then uh, then, then the actual fans are just, like, shaking their heads. Yeah. Yep, that is... I don't remember knowing, um, like, when Kingdom Hearts came out, I don't remember knowing that all of the worlds that were in it. I don't, yeah. I don't think I knew all the worlds that were in Kingdom Hearts 1 when that came out. Then again, yeah. I wasn't necessarily, yeah. like... Dedicated to news and stuff, but we know I don't all the worlds knowing. in this game. I know we pretty much do. <laughs> all right, well, I think I think we've exhausted that topic enough. <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely room to grow or not or to shrink when it comes to marketing uh, with Square. Yeah. Uh, so now what we're going to be doing is we're we're going to basically cover a lot of just interesting uh, information uh, that we've gain from the news in the past month. Um, The first bit that we're going to cover is actually the most recent, uh, and that's a rumor of a summer release uh, overseas for Kingdom Hearts 3D. Uh, Basically, what happened was Square Enix France, uh, which is a part of Square Enix officially, uh, their online shop accidentally posted Kingdom Hearts 3D with a release date of July 27th, 2012. So... Do you guys think that they can actually make it in time and get actually get a full translation out in a couple of months? Well, of course. They did it mm. for uh, Recoded and Days. Days was released four mm-hmm. months after the Japanese release, and Recoded was like three to four True. months as well. But with this one, this is this is a fu- fully voice-acted game, so it's not like, it's not like just uh, throw it through Google Translator and you're done. It's... Mm. Uh, I, think I still think it's possible. But they are, they are I mean, they've, been, they've been starting localization, like, yeah. right when it got announced. I mean, if you've been following, you know, news, like, mm-hmm. a lot of voice actors have been saying, oh, my part's been recorded, you know, it's done, and some people haven't started recording, so I still think they can make it. Yep. Yeah. I believe I it. I think Square Enix, Square Enix has been in the, in the sort of 
voice acting translating business for a long time now. I think mm-hmm. they probably I have mean, a, a good system down. I mean, I've been yeah. noticing they've been releasing games like overseas like a lot sooner than before. You know, thirteen two was out a month later. Mm-hmm. You know, so hopefully well, this I, is starting to trend that at least instead of being like nine months like Birth by Sleep was because they added content to it, but more like you know two to four months instead. Yeah. And well, if you think about it, like um, the first game that Square Enix ever did like voice acting for like in terms of Final Fantasy um, was Final Fantasy X. Mm-hmm. And that was more than 10 years ago now. Yeah, so they've so, definitely been like, doing it for a while. Yeah, it's just, it, it's kind of crazy to think about how long games have had voice acting in. But, for sure. Um, but yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know if we can take this, uh, this particular release date as set in stone, because... As things are in the business, uh, dates do change, things get pushed back, and I don't think they were ready to say that. So it may have been like a, I don't know, like an internal release date, but it -hmm. could change just because they hadn't officially said it. Uh, But I would still say that what we can take from this is that their intention, at least, is to get this out by the summer, which, in my opinion, would be awesome. I'm going to have not as much school to do, so... I'll actually get to play it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be awesome because yeah, we get definitely. to cover it at conventions. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, That'll be awesome. All right, well, Jackie, do you want to take this next uh, interesting detail? Sure. This um, In the 10-minute trailer, we saw a battle with Ursula, so that was quite surprising. Sora and Riku were both shown fighting together in their um, outfits from Kingdom Hearts 1. There was no drop gauge that could be seen. Um, I, I firmly believe that's like a tutorial. I mean, if there's, I mean, the drop gauge is pretty important for this, you know, mm-hmm. aspect of the game, and not, I mean, having both Sora and Riku at the screen at the same time clearly shows that this could be a tutorial. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think I would put Ursula as like the first thing you fight in a, in a game, but what? I, it's definitely not a part of like the main storyline. If anything, I think it's like. Maybe like an optional boss, kind of like how Monstro is in uh, in Birth by Sleep. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if they ha- they definitely haven't announced like a like a coliseum like level yet where you can just fight random people. But I think I mean it's pretty much been a theme in Kingdom Hearts, so I could I can't imagine that they couldn't do it. Yeah. But it's definitely suspicious that they're like they don't look anything like they do in Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, and and there's no drop gauge, so it's definitely not like a main part of the story. Yeah, definitely. I always... And, and I, we can, def- we can I probably it, I safely like, assume there won't be Atlantica. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was just like, why are they bringing this fight back? I thought we got through all the singing and <laughs> the well, big Ursula. Well, at the least this time Ursula wasn't I haven't singing. seen singing. But I noticed, yeah. I noticed that, that they were actually running. They weren't, like, in the water like they were for the yeah. last two oh, installments. They were running on... They were running on water. They, well, they were running around. So they were like, you know, free combat. It wasn't like Kingdom Hearts One, where Sora was swimming while fighting her. And it, I mean, it was they were actually run. They didn't have any, you know, all, like I said, they were in the KH One outfit, so they were just running. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably a dream. Also, I'm gonna pin <laughs> yeah, everything possibly. that doesn't make sense on was a dream. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's very good way to look at which, it. Which, which actually leads us into our next point, uh, Lauren. Okay. Um. 
So, uh, young Xehanort, apparently, will be driving the mystery of Kingdom Hearts' dream drop distance, as he is directly related to why we'll see many of the characters that shouldn't be around. Um, this could be, like, uh, Xion, um, Namine, Zennos, and Ansem. Hmm. It was a dream. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. I think it's weird that Axel doesn't have his um doesn't have his scars anymore. I don't know what they're gonna yeah, do he's about got, that. Got rid of those tattoos that he has on his face, so he's definitely yeah. he's back as a Lee. At least he came back with clothes on, so that's good. <laughs> Everybody else did too. <laughs> oh God. I just wonder why Although he was wearing he... his Organization 13 coat where everybody else was wearing Lab like, normal clothes. Yeah. Coats or the, or the guards were, like, you know, Lexius and Dalian were wearing they their... They were guards. Yeah, they were I wearing wonder, I wonder why Lee, when, I guess when he turned into a, a nobody, why he was wearing an Organization 13 coat. Or if maybe he's, like, an exception. I don't know. Well, well maybe they'll expand on his backstory a little bit. I mean, he is a pretty important character. Definitely. More important than Maybe almost the entire organization itself. <laughs> Pretty Maybe much. he started off the fashion trend. You never know. He could have made it himself and just <laughs> been like, uh, yeah, you know, look at my coat. And then everybody just followed in suit. And then he's just like, uh, WTF. And then he got <laughs> tattoos in order to be different from them. So Axel's the hipster of the organization 13? Yep, he, he's, he's like a boss. <laughs> Gosh, I was wearing this before it was cool. I was wearing this before it was cool. <laughs> yes. Well, anyways, so um, this next interesting detail uh, actually comes from Nintendo Power, uh, where Nomura actually did an interview for an American magazine, which still is awesome, in my opinion. Uh, but basically, uh, he was sort of describing... Uh, what his plans were for the future of Kingdom Hearts and how Kingdom Hearts 3D sort of fits into it. Uh, he basically says that um, his vision is to make the series even more dynamic and even more action-packed. And that's why in Kingdom Hearts 3 we have this, or 3D, we have this uh, free-flow action system. And um, so you got jumping on walls and running on walls. So that's sort of like his step in, in that direction. So it's kind of interesting. I think it's so cool. I honestly do. Like, the gameplay in this game looks, like, so much fun compared to the other games. Um, I think that, like, throughout the series, really, the gameplay of Kingdom Hearts has gotten better with the exception of, like, uh, Chain of Memories. You know, the lesser (laughs) games, like Chain of Memories and um, Recoded, maybe. Uh, but yeah, like I mean, I think I think it's good that he's taking chances on certain types yeah. of gameplay. I think it's I think it's important in order to grow. I wonder how much um, it would actually end up in like Kingdom Hearts 3D or Kingdom Hearts. 3. I hope it does. I hope it does. Honestly, like I think it looks really cool. But then again, you know, I'm a Prince of Persia, Assassin's Creed yeah. chick. I love free running. I love free running Definitely. in games. I love Mirror's Edge. You know. That kind of so stuff cool. I just I just love. I just love. So keep doing what you're doing, Nomura. Definitely. Keep doing it. We believe in you. Keep doing it. Can not <laughs> yeah. make it any more dynamic and action-packed for KH3? Yeah, I'm kind of afraid what that <laughs> would mean. <laughs> yeah. The only well, thing we well, don't have right now is, like, you know, you press R1 and triangle and X together to do a certain move. Like fighting games. Uh, oh no! Uh, I, I don't think I can. Maybe the, 
Maybe the next upgrade in uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 will be blood. And then that will be Oh, it. boy. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know about D- that. Disney blood. Disney blood. Disney blood. That's not Disney good. blood is actually purple. Yay. <laughs> or it will be rainbow colored. Rainbow colored. <laughs> pretty frightening. A pretty frightening thought. <laughs> All right, well, Churro, uh, let's take this uh, last interesting detail. All right. There is a surprise in the ending credits of Kingdom Hearts Dream Draw Distance. Nomura says that when the credits start to roll, don't put down your 3DS and do not let your guard down. So this is kind of like really awesome and I'm not really sure what to take this as. So, I I mean, he says don't put down your 3DS. So that's definitely going to indicate that there's something interesting to see. Uh, but he also said, "Don't let your guard down." So that sort of makes me think there might be more gameplay. gameplay. Quick time event. Yeah. Quick time event. Uh, but you know, knowing the fact that this is on a 3DS, I mean, it could be something stupid like I don't know, like a stupid little mini game that you play in the bottom screen while you watch the credits roll. <laughs> I mean, it could be something dumb like that, or it could be like, "Oh, guess what? Kingdom Hearts 3. Boom! We're announcing it right here on your bottom screen." <laughs> or or kind of like how it's like in Devil May Cry where you like you do a mini game and you make so much points and then it unlocks like a secret ending. True, true. Although that's the one thing I really loved about um how they've done the Kingdom Hearts series cuz like I mean if you think about Final Fantasy, um I think the only Final Final Fantasy that I remember that had like videos playing in the credits was Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah. Um, I don't remember any of the other ones having that. So you have to wait through these entire, like, boring credits with awesome music, but it's just, like, names, 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 names. And then yeah. you got to the secret ending. I really like how Kingdom Hearts kind of changes it up and has, you know, cute videos in the endings and, like, continuations of stories. Exactly. Pinocchio turning into a real boy. All that kind of stuff. I like that. I like how they do that. Definitely. So I'm kind of excited. I'm excited. I'm just really confused as to what it could really be. I'm I'm thinking it's either going to be some sort of video, but if it was a video, why would he say don't let your guard down? So I'm thinking yeah. it's it's got to be some kind of gameplay. I guess I and guess I'm he just meant it's actually kind of scary me. I mean, I guess he just meant that you know just don't let your guard down, meaning you know don't stop paying attention. Don't stop believing. Don't stop. <laughs> Don't gotta have at least one journey reference per episode. <laughs> Alright guys, well that sort of concludes our news segment. Uh we're gonna be moving on to our burning question and uh for next uh for actually for our next show, which is going to be the tenth anniversary uh edition <gasps> of our show our basically our Kingdom Hearts Union podcast. Yeah. We're gonna have a special burning question and this one's a twofer. So we're gonna have actually two questions and you gotta answer both of them. And the two questions are what is your favorite Kingdom Hearts memory? And that could be from the game or a memory you had maybe with a friend or something. Anything. any Kingdom Hearts memory and what does Kingdom Hearts mean to you? So nice and nice and fluffy. What is your favorite Kingdom Hearts memory, and what does Kingdom Hearts mean to you? Oh. So, very cute, very much appropriate for a tenth anniversary show. So I like the description of it being fluffy. It's, oh, it's mm. super fluffy. It's really it's, fluffy. I mean, Kingdom Hearts is fluffy, so that's how we're gonna remember it's it. It's like a cute little marshmallow. Shall we share our fluffy memories as well? Uh, yeah, we. I, I mean, that's we'll definitely be sharing it on the show. So. That's, we're definitely going to be sharing our memories. 
All right, so let's move on to burning question. Burning. <laughs> so the first question is, or first answer to the question, I always screw that up, is coming from <laughs> Animus13. And Animus, and I'll keep calling you Animus, says... <laughs> Animus. <laughs> I ex- so basically the answer was to our question... Um, uh, what do you expect from uh, Kingdom Hearts in 2012? Is that he expects Nomura to announce that Birth by Sleep Volume 2 was just him trolling. Mm. Go ahead, Nomura. It does seem that way. Troll away. We're ready for you. <laughs> do Come your worst. You, <laughs> well, actually, I wouldn't mind if Birth by Sleep vol- Volume 2 wasn't you know, a complete game. I always felt like mm-hmm. it was something that they could just slip into one of the other other games that are coming out like I'm, I'm 3D gonna hold, I'm gonna hold firm to the fact that I think that Birth by Sleep Volume 2 is Kingdom Hearts 3D I'm gonna stick to my conspiracy theory that I've had <laughs> since it was announced oh they could put this I, as the I honestly, ending credits we were talking yeah that could I be the ending credits I have thing. no clue cause like if you think about it there has been Unless if you follow Kingdom Hearts news pretty dedicatedly. Like me. Um, yeah, like like us. Um, a lot of people in America have no, absolutely no clue that this game was even a possibility. Because, I mean, we didn't have Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep Final Mix, and that's the only way that you could know mm-hmm. in that that's secret right. ending. So it's just so weird. I don't know what they're doing with it. But yeah, I really they, hope that they, Outside of that game, they have not said a single word about it. I mean, nope. it, it could be just trolling. It, it could be oh, trolling. Could be. I'm going to say it's still conspiracy and <clears throat> that it is Kingdom Hearts 3D. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this next one is from Simone, um, which I always, for some reason... Um, read as Sim 1 for some <laughs> odd reason. Uh, Simone, I, I love the name, but I always read it as Sim 1 when I first read it. But anyways. Um, right. So uh, she said, um, I don't really expect much this year aside from the new release. Maybe news about a new handheld title because, you know, Square is not going to just twiddle their thumbs while making... Um, while making in the three to four years to finish Versus and Kingdom Hearts 3. I know a few people are wanting confirmation on Kingdom Hearts 3. A few. <laughs> I think there's more than a few. <laughs> it's yeah, already confirmed. Totally. But, I, <laughs> but I doubt Nomura is going to have it be in full production before Versus 13 is done. I don't expect any news of Kingdom Hearts 3 this year. And I totally agree mainly because its focus this year is Kingdom Hearts 3D, and they're going to heavily focus it on that until it's released, and then after that it's going to go to a dead period until we won't hear anything else for a very long time, and that saddens Although, me. apparently the rumor mill is now spitting out that Versus 13 might be coming out this year, like they um somebody released a rumor that uh versus 13 has a release date and it's on like December 31st 2012 or something. Well, that's um, a pretty that's big suspicious. rumor. I remember <laughs> I know I mean, Daryl and I, I, I Daryl and I um went into this one um video game store. Uh I think it was like Jay's Video Games or something. It was um in the Kingdom Prussia Mall. Mm-hmm. And um the guy was like 
Oh, yeah. Versus 13 has a rumored release date. And we went on... I forget what we went... I think we might have gone on IGN. And there it was Goodness. in broad daylight. Yeah. Uh, Versus 13 rumored to be released on December 31st, 2012. Yeah. So we're just kind of like, okay. That just, that just sounds Always like a placeholder. Usually they put placeholder dates at the end of the year. True. Yeah. So maybe that is it. But, um, yeah, if that's the case, then maybe we'll be seeing news for Kingdom Hearts 3 sooner than you think. Maybe, mm, I still maybe. think Versus yeah. is 2013. I yeah, still think same, that this yeah. this year is just focused on Cage 3D. Yeah, unless yeah. we get, like, a Western developer to come in and bail them out, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Which they might do, because they might just be losing a ton of money right now. <laughs> please, Platinum Games, Platinum Games, please make a Kingdom <laughs> Well, we Heart still might hear some other types of news. I mean, in the meantime, they're going to be releasing probably a lot of new, uh, like, new, maybe new soundtracks, or True. remixes of old oh, soundtracks, oh. or figurines, books... Yeah. Or maybe finally maybe get HD that HD cage, yeah. cage one and two out. That's true. I mean, at least I mean, they'll give enough time to you know release it in between then. Get people or at caught least put up on, them on the uh, the PSN store so we can play them. You at know, the very least, I really hope that happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm still looking forward to that. I think we will still have the HD versions. I just hope that it's Kingdom Hearts Final Mix and not just Kingdom Hearts. Truth. Definitely. All right. All well, right. Tro, you want to take this last one? I sure. Do right, this is from Dark Sky Kingdom, and they write, "I predict a lot, a lot of jaw-dropping moments, and after the game, depression of waiting for the next one." Oh, that's really depressing. It is depressing. <laughs> it's depressing, but it's Aww. the truth. <laughs> it is the truth. It is the truth. But yeah, um, I'm guessing a lot of jaw-dropping moments. I think people will really, really. I have a feeling everybody will pretty much enjoy the gameplay of um, Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. And maybe the story as well. Um, the story is still up in the air for me, if only because they have spoiled so much of it. True. And um, But yeah, I think, I think there will be some jaw-dropping moments, especially with this whole announcement of there's going to be something uh, added in the uh, credits. Yep. So, I don't know. This is, I, I would say, say jaw-dropping is definitely <clears throat> going to happen, especially with Kingdom Hearts 3D, because, like, from the beginning, Nomura said, this, this game is basically here to confuse you. <laughs> <laughs> this game I'm is just going to make... I'm just going to leave this here. As, as Jackie said, WTF. it's all a dream. It's all a dream. <laughs> yes. It's all Inception. Definitely. And if you think about it, I mean, the whole purpose of this game... I mean, if all the other games weren't this purpose. Like, this game has one specific purpose, and it is to prepare the series for Kingdom Hearts 3. For the so, final so battle. This is... Final, final countdown. countdown to do if, in, if you've ever seen, like, a, a one of those in-between movies where they start off picking up from a cliffhanger, and they end with a cliffhanger, and you always feel pissed off when you see one of those movies, Maybe this is that it. Pirates game. of the Caribbean, Dead Men's Chest. Yeah. Matrix Reloaded. Uh, the Empire Strikes Back from Star Wars. The Two Thrones. Yeah. From Lord of the Rings. So this is this is that game. So there will definitely be a lot of jaw dropping all through the middle of the game. But then you're going to be, you know, there's going to be like an extra big jaw drop at the end, and then you're just going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> my my body is ready for all that. 
All right. <laughs> Exercise we your gotta, jaw. we got to let Reggie know. Reggie fils has got to know our body is ready so we can move square to get it to the, get it to us in the summer. And I have an assistant to bring a, a chair for me, so if I faint, I can faint backwards <laughs> into the chair. Yes, one of, one of your many uh, Kingdom Hearts otakus that follows you on Facebook. Yes. All right, guys. Well, that brings us to the end of our burning question. Um, we're going to move on now to our question segment, and uh, all these questions. Uh, questions come from the forums uh this time uh the first question is from sora riku and sora riku asks do you guys think that the kingdom Hearts series deserves more attention slash followers or do you think that it has found its niche and should stay there well kingdom hearts could always use more followers um and more attention like it's I think it's, well, it's a game that could appeal to a very wide range of audience. And so, you know, you could pick up, uh, you know, anybody could uh, pick it up and play it. I think it's still accessible that way. Mm -hmm. Um, In terms of whether it's found its niche, yeah, definitely. But it doesn't mean that has to stay there. I mean, it's in a good place right now. There aren't many games out there that, you know, has this kind of takes this um has the same artistic direction and mm-hmm. uh the same you know really addictive and really dynamic game mechanics definitely so in that it's really special but there's more to see True. kingdom hearts 3. i'm i'm always mm-hmm. concerned with with King- i think i think after kingdom hearts 3d or kingdom hearts 3 not 3d but after kingdom hearts 3 i think it'll I think it'll then be able to get more attention and followers, but I think right now, I think it's kind of stuck. Just because of how... I mean, it it is an RPG at its core, so the story is uh, pretty much central to the experience. So I think think that can hold it back. Um, So I think for now, it's sort of found its niche, um, and I honestly don't think it could move any further. It's kind of like... Like, I mean, it's Kingdom Hearts is very similar to a lot of uh, shonen manga, basically uh, boy manga in uh, in Japan, like uh, like Dragon Ball. If you were to tell someone to jump in uh, into like Dragon Ball Z episode 305, or I don't even think there's that many, I think it's like episode maybe 105, and they've never seen any Dragon Ball Z, they're not going to get any of it and they're going to hate it. That's how I sort of feel... Kingdom Hearts three Kingdom Hearts is right now. If someone were to jump into Kingdom Hearts three D, they're not going to get anything. I mean, considering the yeah. fact that you know <clears throat> Nomura had to you know just create a lot of things, you know, he didn't really realize that this game would be where it's at right now. Definitely. I bet you every day he you know mm-hmm. when he's with his de- uh, developers, he, he like the mind you know what it, whatever goes through his mind is just that wow, I did not expect all this to happen and I did not yeah. expect for me to do all this for the series. And just like you said, after Cage 3, you know, you know which ends the Xehanort saga, they mm-hmm. can finally, Nomar can finally actually plan ahead this time, you know, exactly. to create more sequels rather than just try to seem like create something out of thin air for each title that he releases right now. Exactly. Well, to, I mean, to be fair, I mean, there's no way you can plan for something like this. You can't plan and, yeah. that the, a game that you make today is gonna make is gonna become this giant franchise, the second biggest franchise in in the whole company that you work for. I mean, there's no way you can plan for mm-hmm. that. Exactly. But, <clears throat> that's true. I just like from from my perspective, um, 
I honestly do not think that any Kingdom Hearts from here on out will be as successful as the first one, really. Mm -hmm. Not in terms of, like, money, but in terms of just, like, fan power. Because if you think about it, the first one had a lot of big-name actors for whatever reason. I mean, more of really, really... Like got some got some top notch actors. I mean, he had Lance Bass, uh, Lance Bass to play freaking Sephiroth, yeah, which was totally random. But um, and then you have Billy Zane. Although I love Richard Epcar, Billy Zane is like he he's a top notch actor. Mm-hmm. He was in freaking Titanic. Yeah. Um, Mandy Moore as Eris was perfect, um, and so on. Like he, he just he had. A really, really, really good cast for that game. He, he had he went all out. He had a lot of star power. He had, you know, um, nobody was really expecting Haley Joel Osment to do a game, yeah. but he did. Um, so, uh, as the series has gone on, some of the actors have changed. Mm-hmm. They've gone to different consoles. People have lost interest or just don't have the money to get these new consoles in order to play the game. So yeah. they've lost interest. So I feel like a really, really minute percent of people now are still into Kingdom Hearts, if only because they lost interest because of the actors leaving, they lost interest because they couldn't afford to buy the games, or just didn't want to buy um, these mm-hmm. different consoles, or like they're just tired of waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3. I feel like um, Kingdom Hearts has definitely become a niche series if only for that and maybe that's what Nomura wants I don't know but um I just don't feel like it will get as much of a a grab um for like the rest of the Kingdom Hearts series especially since like nothing can really beat the PlayStation 2 in my opinion (laughs) that was like the most accessible um console that you could get at that time because like everything was going on it everything definitely and um now everything's just too spread out. I feel like it's really hard. It's it's definitely more of a Japanese idea. structure. I mean, in Japan, this this type of like really long story that never ends is pretty common. Like uh, like I was yeah. mentioning before, you got Dragon Ball Z, but there's also like Naruto and Bleach and One Piece. They are all in this format <clears throat> where you just have this story and it starts out and it's really awesome. And then because it's so awesome and popular, the publisher or the producer says, oh, no, keep going. It's still popular, so keep making more. No, 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 yeah. it's it's still popular. Don't end it. No, keep going. And they basically keep it going until it's not popular, and then they end it. So they basically <laughs> will ruin it. So you know, guaranteed, if you walk into a long story like this, it's going to start awesome, and it's going to disappoint you in the end. So I hope... I hope because of the fact we can end the Xehanort saga, if if they do ruin it afterwards, um, at, at least this one will be good. Because at least this arc would be good, like you said. Because it's it it does have a definite ending. So as long as it's a satisfying mm-hmm. ending for this arc, I don't care what they put after the end of end of the credits in Kingdom Hearts three. At least this one's good. Yeah. Well, we sort of can so predict th- what the ending is like. Sora will save everybody. Yay! <laughs> Even himself. It's how we get there. Spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> Cover your ears. I feel a dream this time. Well, Lauren, you want to take this next one? Uh, sure, definitely. This next question is from Child of Terra underscore friend Riku. 
and they ask, uh, what Kingdom Hearts pairings do you guys support, and which character would you pair yourself with? <laughs> <laughs> this is, I, I decided to pick this one because this is like the most funny question I found on there. So, um, p- Kingdom Hearts pairing that I support, I would only support anything that's canon, and the only one that seems canon is going to be Sora and Kyrie for me. That's the only one I support. And the character that I would pair myself with, I don't know. It's it's so hard because, I don't know, in my opinion, I feel that a lot of the female characters in Kingdom Hearts are kind of one-dimensional and don't have a lot of depth. <laughs> I mean, they're not as appealing and dynamic as maybe a Final Fantasy heroine. Uh, but if I had to pick one, I pro- I'll just cop out and say Kyrie. Well, you can cause... pair yourself with a Final oh. Fantasy character. I, I can? Well, I wouldn't pick any one of the ones that was in Kingdom Hearts. Those aren't my favorite. <laughs> Not even Tifa? <laughs> She's like, she'd be nah. like stalking you. Nah. Tifa's like the epitome of everything I hate in a Final Fantasy <laughs> character. <laughs> she's, she's too perfect. I want someone a little bit more human and more of a real girl. <laughs> but yeah, what do you guys What do you guys think about this question? I've, I've been... I, I was eager to have it asked because I want to hear what you guys think. Well, to be honest... I kind of like um, the pairing between... I feel like there's something going on between Leon and Yuffie. At least in the first Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. It seems like Leon and Yuffie have like a little bit of a flirtation going They've on. They've got a flirtation where they, like have spent a lot of time together. And I actually read a, um, <laughs> a pretty interesting fan fiction once where they actually did get together. It was it was a bit more R rated, which is but, okay. um, but it was interest. It was interesting. So like, um, I kind of support that. Um, I don't know if I, I do and I don't support Roxas and Axel, that mm. Yaoi pairing. Yeah. If only because if only because I feel like they're more so brothers than they are. Than they are lovers, it's... but that's not to say that I don't support Yaoi. <laughs> Yaoi, if you want to do that, that's fine. Uh, I think Sora and Riku are more so yeah. Yaoi yeah. Than, <laughs> than Axel and Axel and Roxas. But that's just and... my opinion. Um, Axel and Roxas have a rad bromance going on. That's all. Just a rad bromance. Yes, not exactly. a bad romance. <laughs> no romance. And as for. As for who I would be with, um, well, Sora's a bit too optimistic. I think I'd probably punch him. Um, Riku's a bit too depressed. Punch him too. I'd probably punch him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. So, um, I guess, uh, well, I could choose Leon. Leon I like. Yeah, he seems normal. Um, Axel would probably be the most fun. He'd probably be the most silly. Yeah, but what he about, might what about Jack? combust. <laughs> but then again, if 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 Goofy was if Goofy was human, he would be adorable. <laughs> and I just wouldn't be able to just like not love him. But he wouldn't be like <laughs> yeah, somebody you okay. care with. So yeah, if Goofy He'd be more like a pet. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> All right, Chero, Jackie, real quick, who are your pairings that you support, and who would you pair with yourself? Um, I would do Ventus and Aqua. Okay. I kind of like that pairing. And as for a character I'd pair myself with, I'm just going to cop out like you said, and I'll say Aqua. Gotcha. Okay. For me, uh, I'm not... I'm very wary about supporting any pairings that are non-canon. <laughs> My imagination doesn't <laughs> yeah. really stretch that far, and I don't want it to go into, like, forbidden waters. So... <laughs> You're in good company. 
in terms of the character I pair myself with, I'm going to pick a non-human, and I'm going to say Mickey. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Reliable, yes. happy guy. <laughs> yeah. That's cute. He takes charge. He does what's needed. And Minnie supports him. Yeah, but he's never home. Well, that's okay. You <laughs> could, like, travel with him. Just got to get a keyblade. But you know he's... He's always yes. dedicated. He will never. His eyes will never wander. No, his eyes are some pretty yeah. big eyes. eyes for <laughs> so well, I think I think uh, that was sufficiently answered. So now you guys know what we support and who we'd pair up with. And Jackie, let's take this last one. Right on. This question is from Kid. While everyone is discussing Kingdom Hearts three, what do you guys think about Birth by Sleep Volume Two? Do you guys think that it may still arrive before KH3? Can fans really take another spin-off before KH3? Um, I think it'll get mentioned. I mean, like like you said earlier, Jackie, that Square Enix can't be, you know, sitting around twiddling thumbs after KH3D, so I think after KH3D, it's going to be some time for them to actually bring up what this is actually about, and I wouldn't really call it a spin-off because it's not a spin-off. It's more like a side story. Yeah. I'm going to stay firm and say it's a conspiracy, and Birth by Sleep Volume 2 is Kingdom Hearts 3D. <laughs> I'm going to stick with my conspiracy. I still think um, I we'll just... see Aqua at, you know, after the credits roll in Cage oh, 3D. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So maybe... I just feel maybe like it. a lot of fans would rage if this were the case, and it came out before Kingdom Hearts 3. I feel like they would just rampage and just be like, you know, we want Kingdom Hearts 3, not Birth by Sleep yeah. Volume 2. Like, I feel like a lot of people would be very angry, especially since Nomura has already said mm-hmm. that, like, Kingdom Hearts 3 is his next project after Versus 13. Yeah, I just never realized. Know. I mean, this this game could take place at the exact same time as Junja Distance. True. I just realized something yeah. that would be kind of weird. Okay, so let's say, hypothetically, my conspiracy theory is right, and Birth by Sleep Volume 2 is Kingdom Hearts 3D, or, or maybe it's, like, in the ending and it's, like, a secret movie. If that was the case, then the sequel to Birth by Sleep is a PSP game is on the 3DS. That's kind of mm. I don't know. I, I mean, it's not like it wouldn't be the first time that they did that, but that's like cross-platform, cross-company. That's really that's kind of stretching it. Well, wasn't wasn't uh, mm. Case 3D using Birth by Sleep graphics to make? Yeah, the yeah game? they are using the same engine. They're using the exact same engine. I mean, they used I mean, to. it's it would fit. I mean, and, I mean it's possible to do. It's just it. It just seems kind of weird for them to do. I don't know. Just an observation. Weird, but would it be acceptable? I wouldn't accept Probably it. Probably not by the fans. <laughs> I wouldn't accept it, and I even own a PSP and a 3DS, so... <laughs> oh, well. Well, that brings us to the end of our show. We're going to move on to our music. And uh, today, we actually have a pretty awesome song uh, by Sasuke Shika. It's an arrangement, or more of a remix of Mysterious Figure from Birth by Sleep. Talking about Birth by Sleep. Um, it's really awesome. Uh, very hardcore stuff. So if you like really epic sounding remixes, this is something you'll definitely want to hear. So everything Sasuke Shika touches is just turns to gold. <laughs> Alright guys, so... Uh, that brings us to our outro. Uh, the next Kingdom Hearts Union is scheduled for the 27th of March, which, by the way, is the day before uh, the 10th anniversary of Kingdom Hearts. So you can Woo, yay. greatly anticipate that show. It'll be something special. Um, 
You can subscribe uh, to Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes Store. Just search Kingdom Hearts One or Kingdom Hearts, and we are number one. Yay! Yay. Number one. Number one. <laughs> And of course, you can catch every episode on KingdomHeartsUnion.com or Churro. KH2.co.uk. All right, guys. Ooh. Well, this is goodbye time. You want to say your goodbyes? Um, bye, bye. <laughs> so clearly, that Good. answer to that question is no. <laughs> <laughs> well, this well, this was a long, long show, but it yeah. was good. So goodbye, good folks. Bye. We're finally going to get sleep, guys. Woohoo. Yay. Yay. All right. So I'm Brandon saying goodbye, and this has been a tweaksmusic.com and kingdomheartsunion.com production.